Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. This is the game. This is the game they show to prisoners in Gitmo. Like this was just this was abysmal to watch. I am so thankful for the Red Zone <laughs> Channel, so that we barely got to see this. It's the TD Fantasy. The TD Fantasy Podcast. TD Fantasy Podcast with your host Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, and Jake Arians. Podcast, Paige Tomacos, Jake Arians, Jamie Eisner, and uh, we're starting off today's podcast with a tweet that came out about 10 minutes ago from Mr. Le'Veon Bell, because the guy, I think, is realizing that he uh, he's out of the news. Hasn't, hasn't, been a lot, hasn't been a lot going on for Mr. Le'Veon. He tweets, farewell Miami with the waving sign emoji. So, before we discuss this, I want to talk about our presenting sponsor, which is Fantasy Football at Sea. So, guys, go to fantasyfootballatsea.com if you want to check that out. We're super excited. There is going to be a private tailgate on Coco K Island. Look up Coco K Island, and that should be enough to get you to go on this cruise. We'll be saying farewell to Miami as we cruise to the Bahamas. Exactly. Uh, look at there you go. As we cruise to the Bahamas perfect. for our fantasy draft. I'll next throw year. up a little peace sign emoji saying, Peace out, Miami. I'm <laughs> heading to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's going to be a great time, and as you uh, can tell by the enthusiasm, we're all pretty excited about it. But let's talk about Le'Veon Bell here. And talking about Le'Veon Bell means we've got to talk about James Conner. And I know Jake has some thoughts on what James Conner has been able to do and also has a lot of thoughts on Le'Veon Bell. So let's start with James Conner and what he's done so far. So my thing is farewell Le'Veon Bell. We don't need you. Good riddance. We should have traded you. I said that all along. I can't believe they didn't. James Conner, first player – First running back, I guess, in P- Pittsburgh Steelers history with 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns in his first eight games. Does anybody else know about the Pittsburgh Steelers' history of running backs? It's pretty good. It's insane yeah. that Le'Veon Bell never did that. Jerome Bettis never did that. Willie Parker never did that. Or Franco Harris never did that when they ran the ball nonstop. That is an amazing stat. The dude has been awesome all year. They are finally gelling. They're winning. Yeah, they look good. Why would you welcome this dude back to your locker room at this point? For sure. They're 5-2-1. and one. They've totally turned it around from where they were. They just put a, a pretty good whooping on the Ravens. They were in control of that Which game. you needed to. They're now in control of the division. The For Browns sure. have tailed off. The Bengals are going to tail off. I mean, it's it's theirs to, to run with the second half. Yep. Yeah, you need him. But if you're Le'Veon Bell, man, like who is advising this dude to give up a million dollars a week when you can slip in the shower and never play again? His dumb agent. It's $10 million yeah, I, going into this week. And this play okay, is- I get it, people. It's not actually $10 million, $820,000 a week, whatever the hell it is. It's so, a lot of money. Come on. It's a lot of money. This could not have played out any worse for Le'Veon Bell because not only did he miss out on all this money, he at no point had any leverage here, and the, his backup has now proven that he's going to be the guy in Pittsburgh for years to come. But they and don't his need backup that. would take $6 million with 18 guaranteed for five years to be happier than a pig and you know what to stay there sure. for however long. Now – on the other hand of this, right, we might as well throw this out there. If James Conner's the one that slips in the shower, the Steelers are like, Le'Veon, my oh, man, come on yeah, back. Oh, sure. of course. But in the meantime, he's got nothing. And he's look, got nothing. This could not have played out worse. Someone will sign Le'Veon Bell for plenty of money in the office. The Jets. Yeah. Somebody will sign him, and, and he'll get some of his money. But 
he could not have played this any worse. He's he is not. I don't think he's going to go to a situation where he'll be more successful than he has no, been in Pittsburgh. No, and I, out of sight, out of mind, man. I mean, like this. For sure. Your, your numbers going down that you're going to get in March. Yes. Like and I think up. maybe the number of teams too yeah. that want him going down because no, nothing has enhanced his value because of this. That was my. That was going to be my question to you guys. So. His value now is no, there is no way, no matter if he comes back or not, there's no possible way that after missing nine weeks of football, his value could be higher than what it was at the end of last year. No, because everybody keeps talking about he's going to be fresh and he's going into a second contract. Fre- Dude, he's not a workout king. No, he's go back to go, Well, go back to him at Michigan State. He lost 30 pounds when he turned into Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers. He was heavy coming into the league. It's not like he's a workout freak that's going to come in in crazy shape. He's not T.O. doing sit-ups in the driveway. This is a different situation. I don't think any of this helps him at all. And to give up this much money on a team that could win the Super Bowl yeah. for a future contract of guaranteed money when you're making 14 and a half this year if you play, guaranteed. Also, by the way, a thing that's very important here, he was offered a long-term deal. This was not like a Kirk Cousins situation where he was never really offered a long-term deal and was basically getting franchised over and over again. And if, what Maybe I've been told, it still was the highest paid in the league and the highest paid running back deal of all time at the time. Yeah, it's so he turned down he a long-term deal. So this is a little bit – I have a little bit less sympathy for him than I do a player like Kirk Cousins where in his situation where he could have got hurt and lost a lot of money, but he didn't have much of a choice. He didn't turn sure. out anything long-term. Le'Veon did. I'm always te- – I always back the players. Jake and I always talk about this. Like, go when get it makes your, sense. When it makes go sense. Go get your money. Go get your money. I've never been back and like give up $10 million to go make 30 guaranteed. No, but this doesn't make sense. It hasn't made sense from the very beginning. And the worst possible outcome for Le'Veon Bell was what I forecasted. James Conner is going to come into this offense and look damn good, and people are going to start to question, is it the system or is it the running back? And whether that's fair or not, because I don't think it is, I think Le'Veon's a phenomenal running back, it's a, it's a question that's going to happen, and his value is much, much lower than it was coming into this season. And Absolutely. That's, he, that is bad on your agent. You better find – this is a lesson for NFL players. Hire good people that you can trust because that agent should be fired like yesterday. That needs to be the farewell. Yeah, bye-bye to him. All right, let's go through these games. Uh, I want to talk about the Falcons and Redskins game. The Redskins defense going into this game had been really good, especially at home. The Falcons, as we've talked about, have usually been a team that struggle when they go on the road. Not this time. Matt Ryan and this offense was cooking. They looked great. This team has really turned it around. They look like a pretty damn good football team. Jake, what did you see in this? I told you a couple weeks ago they could still make a wild card. Yep. And they, they were their backs against the wall. They've got it going. They lost to Pittsburgh up there handily, and then they've turned it around. They've figured out that they got to put up a ton of points, and they got to be an offensive team because they can't play defense. Right now, we're not worried about the Redskins lighting you up. So, but going up there on a really good top seven defense and that offense doing it on the road on grass because I love Jamie's point. The reason he picked the Redskins in this game is Matt Ryan's not the same way from that dome. He was this weekend. He was really good. Calvin Ridley, offensive rookie of the year so far. Maybe Quentin Nelson deserves some love. I know it's not that's not a name for fantasy owners, but it ain't the sexy name, but it's the solid name. Well, yeah. back to our the draft. Yeah, yeah you know, nobody gets excited about that, but they should be. That dude's been phenomenal too. But yeah, he's got to be up there. Uh, but he's just. He's that secondary piece that's a number one receiver in the making. Looks pretty that's, good. It's getting single coverage, right? So, like, that offense looks really good. 
props to Atlanta for getting him at the 26th pick yeah. of last year's draft. I, honestly, this is one I'd eat some crow on. I didn't, I didn't think highly of that pick. Not that I didn't like Calvin Ridley. I just didn't think that was a need for the team at the time, and he was, I mean, he'd be the right fit. But he's been excellent for them. Other names in that rookie of the year conversation, Philip Lindsay, and obviously the name that I keep forgetting because it just feels like he's been successful in the league for 10 years now, Saquon Barkley. For sure. Uh, it's probably going to end up getting winning that award. The, but the issue, you're exactly right. I, 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 it's already I, locked. <laughs> that's what we've all picked for rookie. For sure. The year. issue is because that team is so bad, do you yeah. think that will taint people's view of that? When people see the numbers that he actually put up yeah. this year, they're insane. For sure. Now, yeah, there's I, still I, half the season to go. Sure. So that team, if that team wins one football game the entire year, we'll see how that conversation goes. I think it's a different conversation. True, true. Uh, next game, we're going to talk about Lions and Vikings. The Lions let Matthew Stafford Whoa. get sacked 11 times. Uh, as a Matthew Stafford owner in fantasy football, it is atrocious to watch what's happening in Detroit. Matt Patricia looks like he's completely lost on the sidelines, Again. which mm-hmm. I would like to give us props on this podcast for saying that that was going to happen because this is what happens when you hire New England coaches and think you're getting Belichick because he's not Belichick. Um, that team looked horrible. And, and Minnesota looks like they're getting it back going. What did you see, Jake? You took away his slot guy, his hot read guy, his run after the catch guy, his chemistry guy, and you have two deep threat, prototypical big guys that can run the full route tree. But the reason I said I thought Amir Abdullah would be a great guy who was inactive for the game playing slot is you need somebody that can beat man-to-man coverage quickly on a hot read on a blitz or when Everson Griffin – or Daniel Hunter blows up the offensive line and you have to get rid of the ball. Yeah. There was no dump. There was no option for that. Like they're just not a good team. They kind of got it fixed. They looked okay for a couple weeks. You played a team who I said, the Vikings are going to have a big second half. This defense is still really good. It just haven't been great so far this year. And you got hit in the mouth and could do nothing. Like no. they're just not a good team. They're not. And good luck. You're going to Chicago with a now healthy Khalil Mack. Yeah. yeah with a better defense. Yeah. Good I mean, luck. it's just, I don't know. They got some serious problems. They got to fix on Minnesota side. Dalvin Cook getting healthy will help. They don't really run it that well. They throw it more than any team in the league. Mm-hmm. Losing Stephon Diggs made a giant difference. Yeah, you could and tell. Thielen got shut down for the first time. So one yeah. of the things, like, I, and you guys know how much I love Adam Thielen. It's hard when you have two guys, you can't double them both. And if you lose one of them, you're not the same offense. And they weren't. Not the, and, and they were in this game. You saw a little bit more value for Theo Riddick in PPR leagues because he's right now he's the guy that's going to get some of those dump off. I mean, he had seven catches for only 36 yards. It, it's tough. It's tough watching this Lions team. Yeah. I mean, there's this one there's this one option play that Stafford runs toward the end of the game that just and just pitches it back for no reason. Yeah, and I know exactly. Right, scoop and scoop and scoop and score there. Um, again, I don't mean this to be a hot take because I don't want it to be, but it just I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford as your quarterback. I just think he makes too many – for somebody that has the talent that he has, he makes way too many mistakes, and he's not going to win along with this coaching staff because this team looks ill-prepared to play. And this is the third or fourth time this year they just look like they're not on the same playing field as their opponent. They still, they don't have the pieces at the end of the day. No, they're not not good enough, and especially not good enough in that division that has three – well, two really good teams and one team that needs to figure out what's going on. Uh, the Steelers and Ravens game lived up to uh, what we we're used to seeing. It was a very close game, very good game. The biggest storyline here, and I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say, in the broadcast prior to the game, Adam Schefter, I think it was Adam Schefter, actually Ian Rappaport reported that that John Harbaugh is officially on the hot seat, and if he continues to lose his games, there's a, there's a potential that one of, the, one of the coaches that has made it through 10 years is no longer going to be the coach in Baltimore. This is their third straight loss. This team does not look very good, 
and Pittsburgh looks like they got it going on. So they're, they're a product of their own success. They weren't as good as they looked. Yeah. This is more of who they are. We picked them to go eight and eight. That's kind of what this roster has been constructed to do. And if he gets fired, somebody needs to hire him in 37 Instantly. seconds. Yeah. Instantly. This is, a, this is a classic case of Baltimore's team. They've always outperformed what their actual talent level is. And I think they are. By the way, a lot of that's coaching. Yeah. Uh, that's a completely coach. I think John Harbaugh is an excellent coach. He is league. by far the better of the Harbaugh brothers, yeah, I think in my opinion. 100%. I think he's an excellent coach. And, again, this team, this is the classic case of what happens when you have to pay a quarterback a lot of money. And they had to pay Joe Flacco a lot of money. And, again, it's not like paying Aaron Rodgers a lot of money. You're dealing with a league average quarterback yeah. at a lot of money. It hurts the rest of your roster. Sure. And that's why. And they they've still outperformed it. They have. And they did this year. I mean, now you got, you know, the look the, from the management point of view, Ozzie Newsom leading – and you have Lamar Jackson sitting there. He's playing here and there, and they're using him, whatever. And you know that you can make another run with a quarterback on a rookie contract. They're a long way from doing that. Yeah, the, the pieces. There are the pieces. The, the, the pieces aren't really there. And look from the from the Steelers' point of view, I told you exactly what was going to happen in this game. They always split. They usually do it on the road. I thought it'd be a little bit closer than this, but the Steelers. James Conner, twenty four carries. They were good. Seven catches. Yeah. Too. Stay with me here, though. Their next three of their four games are incredibly hard. They, they play – no, the Ravens. Right. The Ravens play Cincinnati next week. It's a tough game, divisional game. The game that doesn't count is the Raiders because they will win that game at home. Uh, they go to Atlanta, and they go to Kansas City. That is a tough three out of four coming up here for this team. And I think if they lose three of four – John Harbaugh could be potentially one of the guys that gets fired. I don't agree with it. I it think won't be during the season. No, right, very classy organization that that's and he's, he's, done way, he's done way too much to ever have that happen. Look, yeah. they can win two of those four. Yep. In my opinion, they'll beat Cincinnati. I'll probably pick them to win that. It's a it's a home game. They do play Cincinnati at home, and it's the same thing. They got lit up last time, yeah. and they they'll could, make they, the adjustments. And they'll look. They could beat the Raiders with Jamie playing quarterback. No offense, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> The Raiders can't. The Raiders can't score no, on that defense. Like they're tanking. They're literally trying to lose. Like, like Bruce games. Irvin now is upset, so he's out. So I'm going to go play for somebody else. Like it's just crazy what's going on there. So maybe they can write the ship, but they've already overachieved, in my opinion, to the point where they're yeah, they've lost three straight. But it's 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 going to happen again. I I, I don't think Harbaugh is the problem there. No. If you go position by position with the Steelers, even that Steelers defense. There's very few positions you're yeah. picking the Ravens to be better than the Steelers or the Safe, Bengals safeties. or maybe even the Browns. Yeah, yeah. safeties. And, I mean, that's – And the big difference there, sorry, but it's Big Ben over Joe Flacco. Significant upgrade and, and in the quarterback position. And it's the pieces on position. offense. The, this Ravens offense does not look – this one, obviously, no, there's the big, the big one's Flacco. But they lost Steve Smith, and they've never really been able to get that weapon back. No. They've never had a piece like that. John Brown's a nice number two. Here's the exclamation he's point. he's not a number There's one. There's a big drop-off from Antonio Brown to Juju. Yeah. There's a gigantic drop-off from Juju to everybody on that roster. Yeah. Yep. That's he would be their Hall of Fame Feature number guy. one best oh, yeah. receiver they've had better than Steve Smith and anybody yeah. they've had maybe ever. Yeah. And listen, credit to Pittsburgh. They get guys and they, they Hell, draft guys. Take it a step farther. Them. James Washington exactly. would be the best receiver say. on that team, maybe other than John Brown. Yeah. yeah. So and like, he's the fourth option in that offense. Right, uh, all right. right now, their most consistent weapon on a retweet basis is Willie Sneed. Which, that tells you all you need to know. Right? Yeah. That's they have four tight ends, and none of them are offensive options, really, at the moment. So fire the coach. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. Uh, any team will, will hire John Harbaugh. Any team. Uh, I would fire a coach and hire John Harbaugh uh, for, for most well, of the Arizona NFL. Cardinals, I'd do it in a second. Uh, uh-huh. That was my first thought. Uh, the Chiefs go into Cleveland and get a big victory, 37-21. to 21. Uh, Obviously, Baker, although this game, they, they didn't win the football game, it's, it's worth it to mention that Baker still put up 
quality fantasy points in this game. He still put up 18 points for a fantasy quarterback. That's really good as somebody who was definitely on the outside of the rankings coming into the season because we didn't know if he was going to start or not. Duke they, Johnson fans rejoice, finally. I didn't play him this week because why would I? But <laughs> he finally – maybe this is a sign of the way they're going to use him in that offense. I picked more. up Nick Chubb and sat on Johnson in a big money league that I was really excited about. Look, give Freddie uh, Kitchen some credit here. Yes. He stuck with the run and helped Baker out. I think Chubb had 18 carries. It might have been more than that, but 22, 22, 22 carries. I mean, that, that's a commitment to the run that you haven't really seen from them yet this year, but there were still some explosive plays. Look, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Yep. They're freaking legit. Yeah, they're good. That Browns defense has not been what we thought it was going to be, but they're good. And they were at home, and they got lit on fire again. Mahomes, 375. It makes like it makes anybody else look like they're throwing for 220. It throws for yeah. 375. Yeah, and it's uh, Kareem Hunt has really come on strong the yes. last few weeks. Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns. The catch he made in the end zone, the throw from Mahomes. It's it's pretty, man. It's just pretty watching. Sammy Watkins is like a third or fourth option. Could be your first option. One, I mean, Tyree Kill's almost the lost man in this. For sure, that's yeah. the thing. That's that's the one thing from a fantasy perspective. It's kind of certain weeks. Certain guys eat and certain guys don't. The most consistent Kelsey and Hunt are getting theirs every week. Yeah, yeah, Kareem Hunt and Travis Kelsey get it every week. But from a wide receiver perspective, it goes around, and yeah. so it's that's the one frustration of your. But from a real real football perspective, that's uh, a hell of a damn thing because they are really really good, and that defense is hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Like they're playing above their heads. We are talking about they're getting players back. They're going to be better. Uh, and next week, just from when you're looking at bye weeks. Baker Mayfield, one of my friends texted me this morning, hey, who should I pick up? And Baker Mayfield was my answer. They play Atlanta at home next week. That's a good matchup for Baker. He scored 18 points this week against the Chiefs. If you're looking for a quarterback and you need somebody, you start thinking about that now because tomorrow morning comes, you want to pick that guy up. Baker's a really, really good option. Uh, Next game we could skip over, but we'll talk about it quickly. The nobody wanted to win this game, uh, Dolphins-Jets. 13-6 final score. Sam Darnold looked very bad. Yeah, this is exactly what I expected from Darnold. Yep. I said, be cautious about the turnovers. He turned the ball over four times. This is the game This is the game they show to prisoners in Gitmo. Like, this was just, this was abysmal to watch. I am so thankful for the Red Zone channel, <laughs> so that we barely got to see this. I played, I was really high. Miami's defense was the a top three defense for me coming into the week. I played them this week. I was extremely happy. They're going to help me win my fantasy matchup. Darnold on the road is going to turn the ball over a lot right now. And that is what's really sinking Jets. Because that defense, as Jake has pointed out every week, is legit. Yeah. But you can only turn the ball over so many times. You're not winning a football game when your quarterback throws four picks. It's just not happening. Yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, look, I, I picked the Jets. I thought they'd go down there. They've shown flashes. They just haven't done it on the road. So, Jamie was spot on on this one. I, I'm two losses again this week, and that was one of them. Everything else has been pretty much spot on from what we've we've thought we were going to see. Who knows? I mean, the, the, the Miami's secondary has been really good all year. Miami's yeah. defense has been good. Miami's defense okay. is pretty I mean, good. You know, yeah. That's, it, that's enough of that game. Yeah, that's enough of that game. <laughs> that's all. Uh, the crown jewel of the weekend, the Bears putting an absolute ass whooping. Don't believe that's the, the, this is the game, but sure. Nathan Peterman has more pick sixes than he has touchdown passes, so or they're the same. Whatever. Uh, I wonder if he's going to catch Shaw, Matt Shaw's record. 41, if he stays in the league long enough. 41 to 9, final score. Bears take care of business. Speaking of being happy about starting defenses, I started the Bears oh, in two leagues and the Vikings yeah. in one. God bless you. That's, 26 and 28 points, I whatever, whatever say, I think it was. The Bears scored close to 30 points for you in a fantasy perspective. Let's talk just fantasy. Although every, game, almost every Bear, 
almost every Bear had a bad fantasy game in that game except for Jordan, Jordan Howard. Howard. So that's the question here is because Jordan Howard fantasy owners have been waiting for this. They've been waiting for Hell this yes, game. I have. And he came out and he had a great game. Now, they played they play the Lions. a solid game, so, and it was kind of touchdown dependent. It still wasn't great. Still James Conner put up 35. He still only had 14 carries. Like I, Honestly, I take nothing away from this game fantasy-wise. Not nothing even, changes for me. Not even – that they're playing the Lions next week who are 27th against the run? They've played bad run defense before. If, if Jordan Howard's only going to get 14 carries, then he's still just a flex option. I just I don't – I, I agree with you. And I, I, had, I had him in my flex, and I was – I'm really scared. Fournette comes back healthy this week. I'd actually rather play him over Jordan Howard. And that's, for me to say, is shocking and should tell you enough. I love Cole the fact that it looks like as the weather's starting to change, they're making a little bit of a commitment to do that, which I said the only way this team can get where they want to go is at least have that option. For sure. They at least have to be able to flip the switch and do that. They look like they're starting to. We'll see. I mean, Cohen's going to bounce back. Yeah. Gabriel's not 100%. Allen Robinson did he, he even play? play? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, play. he's – That was their top – that's their yeah, top they, they got to get so. all those guys back. Anthony Miller banged up still. I mean, that's – Yeah. They get healthy, they're fine. But maybe that's why they went to Jordan Howard. Yeah, a and, just think it was a, and also they got up so big. Like, I think that's a it's a weird game for Cohen. Like he's going to be when they're trying to actually early in games, or if they're trying to come back or maintain a lead. I think they'll probably only beat the Lions by like seventeen next week. So it'll be a lot lot closer game. I think it'll be much more. I th- again, Trubisky will be a better play next week. That's why I said this week I started Fitzpatrick over Wilson and Trubisky. It was a smart move. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was four touchdowns later. Yeah, Chica- again, Chicago didn't. Uh, we jo- we joked Chicago's defense would outscore the Bills. They did. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Which was uh, when you're starting Nathan Peterman should have been the expectation. Uh, Buccaneers at Panthers. The Panthers go up big early and then almost let this game go Mm -hmm. away. Uh, It was weird to watch that. Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, It's the, the, the thing that I've heard people and seen people arguing about on Twitter is kind of you saw them go up so much, but you didn't really see a lot of DJ Moore. You didn't really see a lot of Devin Funches. You didn't, yeah, Curtis you, Samuel had the game I thought DJ Moore was going to have. Yeah, but which is I, weird. I, it's, I, it's so what do, you, what do you buy into this offense? Because really, other than McCaffrey, there hasn't really been a consistent We'll give a guy. golf clap for Greg Olson, who I have a ton of respect for yeah. and played in fantasy this week with Ebron on a bye. Yeah. That touchdown catch was amazing, and that dude, he's if, one he, of my if he's healthy enough – that's really all that offense yeah. needs is Christian McCaffrey and Greg Olson. The rest of those guys can be role players. They can go up and down week to week. It's a weird team. Yeah. I, said, well, I didn't think they'd get up that big, but they almost blew it with a really solid defense. And by the way, Tampa's on pace to give up more points than any team in the history of the NFL. And they might have, they might be top five in scoring offense as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, the quintessential Fitz magic, Fitz magic game with four touchdowns and two absolutely brutal interceptions. That's what you're going to get. But he was, like, hey, he was a great play in fantasy this week. You don't absolutely. care. Absolutely. That's the that's the big this this team is not a good football. Buyer team. beware from a real football perspective on the Panthers moving forward the second half. They make the playoffs, yes, they're not winning that division. No, good luck I, I don't think they have what it takes in the NFC to. We're going to get a, get out of the first round. We're going to get a Carolina Philadelphia Wild Card weekend game. That's where this is headed because they're going to play the NFC East winner yeah. most likely, and that's those that's going to be interesting. Yeah, and those of two teams that are probably just oh slightly better than good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good point, Jamie. All right, Chargers at Seahawks, 25-17 final score. Uh, Seattle with some last-second magic kind of looked like Russell Wilson could potentially – this was a fun game to watch. It uh, was not, as somebody who needed them to score at the end to hit the <laughs> over. Uh, it was not. We went 2-0 on our locks, though, so that part was fun. We got there. Yeah. But this game took a while. Uh, thoughts, Melvin Gordon back, this this team getting going. Gordon's uh, awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, watch out for the Chargers moving forward. Yep. I've said it for three weeks, and that's – 
that was kind of prefaced on Bosa coming back. This team's good. They beat you in a lot of different ways. I thought they'd go up there and handily beat the Seahawks, which they did minus a little magic at the end, but they still pulled it off in a tough place to play against yep. a team that had kind of gotten it going and what won four straight, whatever it was. Yeah, four to five. Um, they're good, man. And I'd watch out. I mean, they, they have a matchup with Kansas City that still could come down to the division. I mean, Kansas City's going to lose a couple games, I think. I mean, I still think they're going to go 12 and 4, 13 and 3, but the Chargers could be right there on their tail. Yeah, the Chargers are a good team. Again, I just want to take just beat my chest a little bit for the Melvin Gordon stuff. I was yeah. super high on him coming into the year. He's been excellent. He's just. He's I, lo- I loved him and had him the last couple of years of fantasy. Yeah. Watching him play live. Yeah. You know, three or four weeks ago. Dude, I mean, you guys, I came back and was just like, he, he's something special. You know, you look back to that draft because that was the first draft where running backs started to go high again. It was the girly draft. It was the Gordon draft. Everyone was like, Ooh, maybe you should not take these guys as high as you're taking them. And they both turned out to be. There's another guy sitting there quietly waiting on some money and he's earning it this year. Like that dude is doing it the right way. Put up the numbers, go into the off season, get paid. And he needs to. He, he looks yep. awesome. Uh, the only other note is that you might have to start finding other flex options in Austin Eckler. I mean, yeah. this is now, I think, the fourth set straight week where he's just I dropped him two weeks ago. I agree with you. Yeah, it's just it's just tough because it's the Gordon show. And then yeah. like, Mike Williams, who I was high on, looked he, he flashed catches, for he a while. He catches a big touchdown every week, but that's it. Like, he's getting yeah. one yeah, or two targets a it's game. It's not the 25-pointers he had the first couple weeks. And uh, I just don't think that that might be From a football football perspective, that's good for them. they got a ton of options yeah. and a ton of weapons. For sure. All right, Texans, Broncos. Broncos miss a last-second field goal to win this football game. Uh, Texans go on and win, what is this, their sixth straight football game? Yes, after starting on uh, three. So they are, they are starting to turn it on as, as and get it done. Listen, it wasn't a, a blowout victory, but a victory is a victory, and this team looks like they're on the right track. Tough place to play. I don't think Demarius Thomas is helping this offense much. No. Um, they're just okay. I, I don't think the Texans can make the run. I thought they could. They're still healthy. For the no, most they're part. not going to. I lost Will Fuller, I know, but like they're not, they're not what I thought they were. There's a very good chance that they're going to have to host the Chargers on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, and I would not. I, I just would not, not that, well that's a. I would not char- want to do that. The Chargers uh, are what touchdown favorites on the road in that game. Yes, oh, yeah. at least maybe eight and a half. I mean, um, your new Hopkins is great. You're going to get you're getting all the fantasy value you got out of him. He's give Denver credit, man. They hung in there. It's a tough place that's to play, tough team but to play in Denver. I I didn't. Yeah, we won it, and that was one of my that was my lock of the week. But like I. Denver played better than I thought they I mean, They should have made that field goal. Yep. 51 in Denver is like a 41 anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, and McManus is really good. fine. I mean, um, so, yeah, I mean, they look, they're hanging in there. Look, Deshaun Watson's a borderline top 10 quarterback at the back yeah. end every week. And yep. New is what you can get. And Lamar Miller, I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know when, I don't know when they're going to use him and when they don't. Jamie just shrugged his shoulders, and yeah. that's pretty much the emoji to describe how I've always felt about Lamar Miller because I've always felt like he could be more but just never is utilized in the way that I think would, would help from a fantasy perspective and from a football perspective. All right, the game that totally lived up to every expectation that I had for it was Saints and Rams. It was a phenomenal football game. True breeze, man. Just pour one out for that guy. I had an argument on Twitter with somebody because they said it's not negotiable that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, uh, aside from Tom Brady. And I said, uh, uh, uh. Drew Brees is a very damn good, like he is an exceptional quarterback. He's got the Super Bowl. He could have another one that he's setting all of the offensive records for quarterbacks. I'm sorry. It's not a foregone conclusion that Aaron Rodgers is better than, than Drew Brees. We'll get get into this conversation. when We talk about that game, but there's the greatest of all time. And there's the most talented of all time. Aaron Rodgers is behind Drew Brees on the greatest of all time. Thank you. Thank you. He's got a ways to go to catch it because we talked about last week longevity, being on the field, it the matters. numbers matter. It's not baseball, but they matter. 
No, it definitely and matters. And Drew Brees has been spectacular. Same amount of Super Bowls. And for now. Uh, and at this point in time, if the if the NFC goes through New Orleans, Watch I'm, out. I'm not picking against that team. Look, this game is exactly what I thought it would be. Exactly what we talked about. High scoring, shootout, defense isn't going to matter. Two really good offenses. Give McVay and Cooper Cup, Goff, Gurley. That offense was great. Cooks, yeah. yeah they Cooks was awesome. They have weapons. I mean, they're they're good. McVeigh is just I, I, a ton of respect. Questioned sure. it last year. Questioned it going into this year. Dude lived up to everything. Yeah. And, and I can't say enough great things about him. Sean Payton, on the other hand, is like the old head version of that. Yes. Yeah. With Drew Brees. Been together forever. Maybe outthinks himself a little bit sometimes. But, man, that offense is exactly what you would want. Multiple weapons. Kamara's the focal point. For sure. Ingram's the, the secondary part, which yeah. we want to talk about fantasy point of view. I still think Kamara is by far the guy. And I think – Ingram getting some secondary touches helps him, but and man. don't and don't think that. Oh, and by the Alex, way, I told you before the season, Michael Thomas is really good. Man, I lost. Yeah, season. and don't celebration think, of the year. Celebration of the year. Love the Joe Horn throwback. Loved it. I wish it wasn't. A I had some choice words for him at the time. Yeah, it but wasn't it, a good from football an entertainment decision. point of yeah. view. It was great. Yeah, it wasn't a good football decision. But don't think that Alvin Kamara didn't hear the reports from Josina Anderson uh, that that there were was an NFL scout. That said, there were no no question, no decision whether that Todd Gurley is better than Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara looked like he put on a little bit of a show. He looked damn good. And I do think Todd Gurley is the best running back in the league. But Alvin Kamara is really damn good. And especially when you consider the Saints got him in the third round, that's some really damn good value. And we've seen a little bit of a Ben Watson resurgence of the last few yep. weeks. And tight end is an absolute disaster. I told you about that about five weeks ago. Yep. And there's, there's guys where they're going to throw it that much. And chemistry yep. speaks – Volumes. We we both picked the Saints to win this game, but I actually am encouraged by the Rams even more so because of the comeback. Because they didn't. This team faced some adversity really for the first time all year, yeah. and they looked it in the face and they came out and said, "Well, screw this. We're going to show you what we can do." I know they didn't win the game in the end, but and again, they're eight and one. It's like there's a lot of negatives to talk but, about. No, you go back but to the first. The first that. statement I said last week was the best thing that can happen to the Rams is they go down here and lose a game where they play well. Yeah, they didn't play well against Green Bay the week before, and they won. They went down there. And played really good yep. and lost. And it's the from a coach's point of view, you go, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. I go back. I hammer them. They're getting tired. Their bye week is week 12, which yeah. is great for them because yeah. their division sucks. Yeah. They're going to be the number one seed, I think, in, in the NFC. And it's gonna be to your- me, it was perfect. Now you don't have the, we're going undefeated crap. You can throw no. that out the window. The coaches go, we, we lost and here's why. We got to get better. I it think, was perfect for them moving forward. I think one thing on Wednesday we'll look at is we'll go through the schedule for the Rams and the Saints and look at what the rest of the schedule yeah. looks like. Because I do think if that team, I'm picking whichever home team. Like I'm picking the home team in whatever game in the playoffs to win. And I think especially if the Saints are at home. It's just Drew Brees at home. Look, the Saints could special. lose to the Buccaneers. They proved it. They can yep. lose the Panthers. Yep. That's still tough. They can lose to Atlanta in a they shootout. That, that's like Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore. It, Much tougher division. The Rams aren't losing another division game. Period. Yeah. Not happening. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's look at the Sunday night football matchup, which was the GOAT conversation, which, listen, if a fumble doesn't happen, could have been a much different game. Oh, man. Much different game. Jamie's but, boy, and I, to his point, that dude doesn't get 25 to 30 carries a game. Yep. Aaron I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I, and, and now he's not going to play. Like, no. now he fumbled here. We're going to see him in two. He'll get 10 which carries. Which doesn't make any sense. This I mean, he was averaging like 5.7 yards. It's insane. Yeah. He, every, and by the way, he's been with us for two years now. Like, this is not like we said two or three good games. For two years, he's averaging like more than five yards a carry. He's the best running back that Aaron Rodgers has had, maybe period. 
in yeah. terms of talent. Absolutely. They it need to use him more. There's a lot of speculation, though, that there's some arguments going back and forth between McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers. And there was actually a couple of times during the broadcast where they mentioned that it looked like Aaron Rodgers decided to do whatever the hell Aaron Rodgers wanted to do on a couple of plays, and none of them worked out. Three out of three, he was he fumbled the ball one time out of bounds. It, it wasn't pretty for, for this team at the in the fourth quarter. Now, like I said, the fumble doesn't happen, and this game could be very different, but at the end of the day, it's Tom Brady, it's Foxborough, and you have to know you cannot make mistakes against the Patriots if you want to beat them at home. You just can't, and that's what Look, happened. The Packers hung in there better than I thought they would, I and agree. I said I thought it would be a backdoor cover by Aaron Rodgers, and they, they couldn't get that part done. No. Nope. Give the Patriots a ton of credit without Gronk, man. They look – Sonny Michelle. Michelle. Sonny Michelle makes a giant, giant, yeah. giant difference on this team. Yes. They're red zone, short yardage red zone. Yeah. One, they, I thought I, if you get the patented Tom Brady over the top. You didn't get that at all. But James White is a tiny, frail little dude that's really fast. Yeah. They had two – Cordell Patterson's by far their they're like punishing running back right I now. I know. Michelle comes back, joke, right? But, uh, I mean, they, they only had two running backs active, one tight end active. I mean, they were playing short. And put up 31. Yeah. Yeah, this is a message to the AFC, though. The Patriots are now 7-2. and two. You better keep winning football games, Chiefs, because the Patriots are 19-3 and three at home in postseason and 3-4 and Chiefs four and on Steelers the road. Yeah. and Chargers. You're going to want to – if you want to beat this football team in the postseason, you're going to want to beat them at home, and, and they are not probably going to lose another football and game. And we've talked about that game. We're talking about this with Kansas City a lot. Their path they need to play at Arrowhead. Because I don't think any AFC team can go into Arrowhead as long as Mahomes is healthy and Hunt is healthy. I beat them, but I don't have any. I do not have confidence yet that the Chiefs can go into New England or into Pittsburgh for an AFC Championship game and win in that moment. They have the talent to. It goes back to the late '80s, early '90s with Buffalo. The Chiefs had to go on the road to do it. It had to leave Arrowhead, and they couldn't ever get it done to go to the Super Bowl. Listen, they're eight and one now. They're ahead of the Patriots right now. Sure, they're ahead of the Steelers right now, but. They have a couple games coming up with the Chargers, who are a damn good football team. They have a tiebreaker on the Steelers. They don't on the Patriots. Yes, exactly. And that's that's a, if you want to go to Foxborough and win a game. And the AFC East sucks. Yes. Again, that's well, god awful. So they, a, those are those are gimmies. So the fact of them losing a game, I still think they'll lose another one. But yeah, guys, it was uh, this was a good week. There's a lot. I enjoyed watching pretty much all the football games I watched. Uh, especially enjoyed watching the Bears put an ass whooping on the Bills. I enjoyed uh, all three of my fantasy teams breaking I was numbers gonna say, for points. I, it was, I, it was I, a I lot of fun. I enjoyed my fantasy sweep this weekend. I had um, 99% to one in all three games by the third quarter of the first games. Yeah, Jake is – That was fun. Yeah, you there were was putting no, there, an ass whooping on everybody in your league. You're doing all three of them. Yes. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> this this week win. especially, to be in the first game going, hmm, stress-free night. Uh, just a reminder that Bruce Arians is on with us every Wednesday. It seems like a good time to remind all of you that probably he's won't on. want to miss that this week. No, yeah, that's going to be suggest that. that's going to be scheduled uh, listening. Uh, guys, any quick thoughts on tonight's Titans Cowboys game? Um, or like we have said mentioned on Friday's podcast, we're all going to be together and probably not watching. Yeah, I look forward to watching this game through Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this game is a disaster. Yeah. Uh, it I might think, actually be a good, like, points-wise game. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I'm very, it might be a close game. I'm I don't very think interested in one thing, and that's what Amari Cooper does. I, I the Titans have given that. up some big plays. Yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to make it a very vested effort to take some shots. I want to see if it pays off. I want to see if he looks different in a Cowboys uniform, if he looks enthused, or if he looks the same, just blah, that he's looked in a Raiders uniform for a couple of years. All right. Uh, and I wouldn't discount the fact that, you know, if you want to make the – if you're a coaching staff and you want the Joneses to feel a little bit good about your performance – 
think making sure that new toy gets his touches is a great way to do that. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if we see that happen. Uh, Jamie, now is a good time to mention how everybody can become a subscriber. Yes. Um, and also win money because you guys went 2-0 this weekend. Went 2-0 again. Weekend. again. 24-11 and 11 this season. Very good. 24-11 and 11 and 1 this year. We are on our locks. If you want to make money, subscribe to tdfantasy.com. Subscribe to Premium. You're going to get rankings from me. You're going to get Jake's and I lock of the week. And again, this is important because we talked about this on the Friday show. We don't just throw out a bunch of picks there if we don't believe it. Yeah. Last week we had six picks. We went five and one. This week, Jake and I only had two. Like we're going to only throw out the stuff that we like. But we give we... you every game. Yes. And 34 and oh, six in the, the way, last three weeks yeah. on pick Every game against the spread this year that we've picked on the show, I'm 74, 53, and six. Jake's 78, 49, and six. That's pretty good. Good luck finding that anywhere. Yeah. Uh, just saying. You guys should be and that's paying. for free. Yeah, that's for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, that's for free. Uh, Jake, how can everybody follow you on social media? Jake B. Arians on Twitter and Jake Arians on Instagram. Jamie? Follow me at Jamie Eisner on Twitter and at JME Eisner on Instagram. And guys, you can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I. And you should follow TD Fantasy at TD Fantasy underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. And as I said at the beginning, check out fantasyfootballatsea.com if you want to cruise with us next August. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.